One of, if not the most frustrating parts of owning and running a business is the constant battle of getting employees to comply, follow important processes, and get on board with company goals and initiatives. Why is it so hard to get buy-in? Based on my experience, what feels like reluctance from our employees really comes down to only six things. This is part one of a four-part series where we'll cover all six reasons, and more importantly, what to do about each one of them. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. So I got a number of examples here of what we're talking about uh, this week. The first one I'm going to start with is I got a call from uh, somebody I've been working with for a few years um, back in December, and the phone call went like this. Brian, I'm at my wits end. I think I'm going to have to fire one of our project managers. I don't. It's just not working out. Uh, do you have any last-minute advice on what I can do? Any kind of Hail Mary strategies I can do before I have to fire this person? And so I said, what I always do in these cases was, well, let's let's take a look at what's going on here and see if we can't figure it out. So the first thing I ask in almost all these situations is, if I were to ask this person, this project manager that is on the verge of losing their job, if I was to ask them, what is the goal of the job that they're doing? What are the most important things they're supposed to focus on? What are the results they're supposed to provide? Do you think their answer would be the same as yours? Mr. or Mrs. Business Owner, without any influence from you. So if you were in separate rooms, I asked you asked them this question, you couldn't be there to, to coach them. Would they give the same answers as you? And this person who called me and said they were on the verge of having to fire somebody said, Oh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. I don't think they would. So as usual, I say something like, Well, if we don't know the goal, how could we have any hope of attaining the goal? How could we have any hope of reaching the goal? Um, this has been, I've seen this in numerous cases where, for instance, a supervisor is promoted from a revenue producing position or a sales position or some other kind of job where they did really well and they get promoted to the manager or the supervisor of a department and they're just not very good at it. And they just turn into a, like a tyrant um, because in their mind, they believe that being a tyrant means you're in charge, you're the boss and people are supposed to listen to that. And it takes a little um, education for them to come to understand that really, for me anyway, I would prefer that they be a coach rather than a tyrant. But they, there's no way in the world they would be able to come reach that goal of being a coach and being a good one that will motivate employees to do too well and to do well and and to help them uh, improve their skills and learn things that they don't know and all that stuff. In my mind, that that's much better if you're a coach. But there's no way that they would hit that goal if they didn't, in fact, first know that I wanted them to be a coach and they didn't first know that that was the goal for them was to be a coach. There's no way they're just going to stop being a tyrant one day if they don't even know that the goal is to be a coach. Uh, another example came up here um, a few
few weeks ago where uh, somebody was talking to me about they they hired some new people and the new group and the old group were not getting along. And if I had any suggestions on how to mend that particular problem and, you know, same thing. I always start with the same thing because they know what the goal is. So if you brought the two, you know, there's in this case, there was a couple of people who were kind of the the faction leaders, I guess you would call them. Uh, if you brought them into the office and just sat them down and said, you know, as as it relates to, you know, how you guys get along at work, what do you think the goal is? And in my mind, there's just a much better chance. They're much more likely to hit that goal if they can articulate it. If they know what the goal is, there's, they're way more likely to get it. Um, another example, I had, you know, this situation many years ago where I had a department lead who just was not interested in teaching people how to do certain things. It, she really valued being the only one who could do these certain things. And so I had to help her learn that the goal as a lead was not to withhold information, but to be the one person who shares all the information. And once once we did that, and once she understood that was the goal, everything changed. So what we tend to do is we we tend to focus on, on uh, well, let me give you one more example first. Another one that's that's pretty common nowadays is is people um, wanting business owners wanting employees to follow the rules and processes because the goal um, is to is you know having them uh, follow processes and procedures that are related to the customer experience, for example. Um, and and we know that the reason we focus on these processes and procedures as it relates to the customer experience on whether it's wearing you know booties in the house or floor protectors in the house if you're working in people's homes or putting carpets down if you're working on the cars in your auto repair shop. Uh, we know that the reason we focus on these kinds of things that are experiential in nature is because they'll rele- they'll lead to repeat business and referrals and reviews. But when we explain this stuff to our employees, we tend to skip that. We tend to kind of focus on, well, this is just how I want it done. And unfortunately, that's not that's not helping them understand the goal. If they understand the goal, in this case, in this example, we want these uh, processes and procedures relating to the customer experience to to lead to repeat business referrals and reviews and all that kind of stuff. If we don't explain that to them, how they they won't necessarily know. Now, some of them will. Some of them will naturally kind of get that the idea here is to is to get repeat business. But I would also say or suggest that if you ask a hundred people in your industry, whatever your industry is, if you ask a hundred people, like you know, pick the top three. Uh, processes or procedures that you want your employees to follow that are just strictly about the experience, customer experience. They're not really technical in nature. Again, the floor protectors is a great example. If you're working in people's homes or, you know, putting down some kind of carpeting or something like that, if you're working on cars and they're bringing cars to your shop and you're, you're fixing them, those are examples of what I'm talking about where it's not really about the technical work. It's all about the experience. If you were to ask your employees why those things are in place, why, or, or ask them why they should follow those procedures, a certain percentage of them are just not going to naturally connect the dots on this leads to repeat business referrals and reviews. Some will, but many won't. So we just have to acknowledge that that's the way it is. In my experience, and again, these top, top six things we're going to go over the next few weeks, these are not based on any kind of Harvard accredited study or any kind of Google you know, study. This is just based on my experience. But in my experience, the number one reason, without a doubt, no question, the number one reason people do not do what we need them to do, whether it's get on board with ideas, help support and buy into initiatives, follow processes and procedures, the number one reason is they don't know the goal. 
Now, they know the goal is not to get chewed out, but doing what they're told is not really a goal. It's really important for me to help explain to people what specifically are we trying to accomplish by doing this task? What specifically are we trying to do by following this process or procedure? And we tend to skip this step and we jump right to the how. That's kind of how we, how we tend to do these things. Uh, we, tend, we spend a ton of time trying to teach the supervisor to not be a tyrant without ever saying that the goal is to be a coach. So you know, like in my examples that I gave earlier, we talk about the procedures. Like we need you to do this and we need you to do this and we need you to do that. But we don't generally do a good job of explaining what we're trying to accomplish. We say, here's our new initiative. And here's the steps. Anybody have any questions on how we do it? No? Nope? Okay, meeting adjourned, and we're out. And they're, and they're off to do their thing. Uh, or I went to a convention. I learned that other companies are doing this really well. So we're going to begin doing the exact same thing. And we begin teaching the process and procedure without explaining what exactly we're trying to accomplish. So let me give you an example. Um, over the last few years, many companies have made getting Google reviews a top priority. And many companies have done an excellent job laying out the process. Here's the procedure. Here's the process. Um, you know, here's the steps, here's, you know, the language, maybe even scripts, all that kind of stuff. But not many set out clear or express clear goals regarding reviews. So for instance, what percentage of customers did the business owner expect would actually leave a review? Is it 10%? Is it 40%? Is it 80%? Or how many did they want to get individually or collectively in a month or a quarter or a year? And how much would it affect performance if people knew what they were shooting for? So we do this pretty commonly as business owners. We, we get focused on the how and we skip the, the what. What are we trying to do is skipped. We focus on the how. Here's the procedure. Here's the process. Any questions? Nope. Okay, go, go get after it. So whenever we train or educate our team, before we get to the how, uh, how we're going to do something or what the process is, we must first explain exactly what we're trying to accomplish. We must ask questions also to verify they understand the goal. We can't, in my mind, we cannot hold them accountable to achieving a goal we haven't confirmed that they understand. Now, you can try, and many people do, but in my opinion, it's a waste of time to try to hold somebody accountable to something, a goal that they have not, they can't even articulate. Like, they can't even explain, like, this is what we're trying to accomplish. Yes, we're trying to get Google reviews, but how many? You know, I mean, would, would you go about losing weight this way? Would, I mean, or any, any personal goal that you, we would set for ourselves, would we go about it this way? Where we, we just said, I'm going to start cutting carbs today. Well, how much weight you can lose? I don't know. I'm just going to start cutting carbs. Or I'm going to start, I'm going to start walking three miles a day. Well, what are you trying to do? I don't know. I just want to walk three miles a day. That's not how we do things. We do things exactly the opposite. We declare the goal first, then we decide how we're going to go about doing it. But generally, when it comes to training people, whether it's we think we're saving time and, and therefore money and not you know keeping people in meetings too long, or we assume that they already know, that's a common thing. We assume that they know why this stuff is important and what we're trying to accomplish. That's not always true. And some of this stuff, it makes perfect sense once you explain it. Once you explain to an employee that the reason we want you to wear the floor protectors is not so the customer doesn't call me and complain and I chew you up for not, not wearing your floor protectors. It's so that they'll see that this is how we do things. And they'll be confident to refer us to a friend or leave a review or, or call us back when they have the next problem. 
These are the kinds of things that we just take for granted. Now, in that super simple example, many more employees might get that than some of the other examples. When you promote a, a, a revenue-producing person, you know, person from a revenue-producing job to a supervisory job, they are not likely to understand how you want them to manage people unless you tell them. And in this case, the first example I gave where the person called me up, the business owner called me up and said, hey, I'm on the verge of having to fire somebody. You know, what do you got for like a Hail Mary? And my first answer, my first question is, could they explain what the goals are of this job without you coaching them? And the answer was no. Well, how can we have any kind of hope that they're going to meet the expectation then if we don't even know for sure that they know what the goal is? So uh, before I get to too much further here, again, I want to remind you, I'm going to tell you about this a few times because it's only going to be available for a short amount of time. And I want you to have access to this if you, if you want it. The number one problem business owners I'm working with right now are having is hiring. I just did a webinar that I recorded. It's available for you at no charge. If you're like nearly all the business owners I work with, you're frustrated that you can't hire any talented people right now. And you probably would even settle for some mediocre folks if you could even find them. This webinar is primarily for business owners and service industries just like you. We're struggling to find applicants and prospective employees. During this webinar, which lasts about an hour, you're going to learn the number one way employers work against human nature when writing and placing their ads. And then, you know, surprise, they don't work. Uh, you'll learn the five reasons you, or five questions you must answer in every ad if you want applicants to respond. And you'll learn the number one obstacle that prohibits applicants from acting right away. And here's the thing. I know sometimes people are reluctant to go to these webinars for free because they're afraid of the sales pitch at the end. There is no sales pitch at the end. Well, there might be, actually, it might be on there, but it, the deadline's already passed, so you don't have to worry about it. Um, the, the next open enrollment that we talk about in that video isn't until June, uh, so you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about dodging kind of sales pitch. I'm not going to hassle you. I'm not going to email you a bunch of times. I'm not going to text you and call you. I'm not going to do all that stuff. It's free. It's helpful. I hope you just go take advantage of the information, learn exactly the things that other business owners I've worked with have put in place where they, in some cases, literally, they've gone from not being able to hire people for two years to six weeks later turning off their ad because they hired twice as many people as they could, as they wanted to bring on. And they just didn't want to, they were getting so many people and, and good people, they didn't want to turn the ad off. So uh, watch it anytime. It's free. Go to freehiringwebinar.com. Again, that's freehiringwebinar.com. So the first step, whenever we are going to educate or train our team, and again, for me, the difference between education and training Education is teaching things like, here's our core values. We don't necessarily train that. We just educate them. Like, here's, here's the most important things that are how we're going to conduct ourselves. Here's our primary functions. Here's the most important things we do. If you don't know what primary functions are, go back. It's, it's one of the first um, dozen or so. I don't remember what number it is, maybe seven or something like that. It's in the first number of the, these podcasts I did. Here's our primary functions. Here's the most important things we do. There's no training there. It's just education. Like, here's the things. If you don't know what else to do, focus on these things. Uh, training is when that education, that overall education hasn't worked. And then we have to train specific processes uh, or behaviors or skills to uh, reach our goals. That's training. So when I talk about education and training, that's the difference to me. Education is, is teaching things like core values. Here's our mission. Here's our primary functions. Here's why we exist. And here's what we're trying to accomplish as a business. That's education. Training is here's how you follow this process. Here's a skill you'll need to learn. Here's behaviors that, you know, uh, you'll need to practice, put in practice to uh, to meet the goals. So whenever we do education and training, before we get to the how, before we explain how we're going to do something or what the process is, we first must explain exactly what we're trying to accomplish. We have to quantify this stuff, just like you would, again, if you're, weight loss is a great example because so many of us have, 
have been on some kind of diet at some point in our life or tried to lose weight at some point in our life, you wouldn't go about doing that without first declaring a goal. You just wouldn't. And the reason is because you want to know where you are relative to that goal. People want to know, are they making progress towards the goal? Are they hitting the goal? Or are they not hitting the goal? Yes, we, we don't operate that way ourselves. It's, and it's, it's counterproductive to try, try to roll things out to our employees and processes and procedures if we're not going to explain what we're trying to accomplish. So this is why it's the number one reason people don't do what we need them to do. The number one reason, no question in my mind, the number one reason people don't do what we need them to do, they don't know what the goal is. They don't know what the point of this thing is. What are we trying to do? And again, many times the default is like, well, I don't want to get my, my butt chewed by the boss. That's what I don't want to do. So that's why I'm trying, that's why I'm supposed to follow this thing. Well, that's not a super compelling reason. They need to be able to articulate. They need to be able to explain what specifically are we trying to accomplish? And again, we tend to st- uh, skip this step and focus on the how. We tend to, we tend to overlook this, what is the goal almost entirely. And uh, I can, I just, I know that if we focus on this first, and then we'll get to the how. If we focus on explaining what the goal is and get it, get to the point where they can explain back to us what the goal is, we have a much better chance of getting compliance, getting buy-in, uh, getting them to participate in making this a success, whatever it is. So that's it for this week. Uh, don't forget to go to freehiringwebinar.com to learn the exact strategies other business owners implemented to find talented people after struggling for so long themselves. That is it again for this week. Um, please, if you haven't already, share this podcast with a friend or colleague who's a business owner in the service industry. That would be awesome. I appreciate everybody who's done that so far. Our audience is growing pretty rapidly, and I can't thank you enough for that. I really do appreciate what you guys are uh, you guys sharing this stuff. Also, uh, give us a rating review if you haven't had a chance. Uh, please do. Uh, and for those of you who have, thank you very much for that. We sure appreciate it. And that's it for this week, and I will see you all next week. Mm-hmm.